G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of The Craft Doctors, I'm your host Stevie Fizz, it's Friday, we're going to have some beers, it's always going to be good, we've got a very, very special guest, he's from probably one of my favourite podcasts, if not currently my favourite, I think they've got a really good uh, style going with a breakdown of games, really good, a uh, bit, bit of humour, just really good, easy humour, it's not not forced like like a lot of our jokes over on The Draft Doctors. <laughs> He's from the land of chocolate. If you're a fan of The Simpsons, Sam from the Category B podcast. How you doing? Good, Steve. Thanks for having me on, mate. It's an absolute honour to be involved. Yeah, I could imagine because you seem to mention us, um, you know, every other week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Definitely inspiration for us. Um, so, yeah, it's fantastic to be on. Well, of course, I'm only joking. But, um, yeah, what, what are we drinking today, man? What are we drinking? I'm drinking uh, Bayerisch Ale. It's a Bavarian ale. Um, it's the only German craft beer I could find in the craft, uh, craft beer store around the corner. Craft beer isn't a big thing in Germany. they quite traditional. It's Pilsner. Um, it's about it um, from where I'm from anyway. So it's all right. It's pretty fruity. Um, yeah, passion fruit, peach, and apricot tones, it says on the label. So it's pretty good. Pretty summery. Yeah, I um I had designed this was kind of weird. I had to get it from um grape and grain, so I ordered it, listeners, uh, a German craft beer because it was like the only one I could find. Uh, unfortunately, the shipping is just a nightmare, and it's turned into a two week delay. So I've just gone down to uh, BWS and grabbed this Ottinger Pills, which I can only assume is just the dirtiest. If someone saw you drinking this uh, in Germany, they'd just assume you're a hobo. Absolutely, you get you get kicked, you get kicked on the straight. Absolutely, perfect. Dog shit beer. It's 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 not great. It's not great. We have had the pilsner on the show with uh, the mill from um, Eric's brewery, and that was that was awesome. But this is this is just kind of um, eh, it's look. I'm sandwiching it between better beers. I'll put it that way. So um, you know, we'll just get through it. Anyway, so what what is the German beer scene like? What's going on? Because you know. I've never been to Germany. All I see is beer halls, Oktoberfest, uh, yeah. waitresses in like weird outfits carrying giant <laughs> mugs and steins. What, what's going on over it's there? It's interesting. Yeah, like um, I don't have any German family. I just like kind of learned it at school and moved over and wanted to learn the language. And that's what I thought too. But it's really regional um, Germany. So the the beer halls and the the outfits, the Lederhosen, and then that that all happens in the south in Bavaria, where this this beer's from that I'm drinking now. Um, but the rest of Germany, there's still a strong beer culture, but without the, without the costumes. Um, what I find really cool is that every little village in Germany, doesn't matter if it's 500 people, 50,000, they all brew their own beer and you can buy it pretty much in, in all the supermarket chains as well. Like not, not all of them, but you go to three different supermarkets and you can be able to cover most of the area around the city you're in. It's all regional. Um, yeah, it's really good. You can drink lots of different beer. Um, obviously being in the east of Germany, we've got, we're really close to the Czech Republic and the Czechs are obviously pretty famous for their beer and, um, you get lots of good Czech beer and Polish beer as well. So you're spoiled for choice really, but the craft beer scene, as I said, it's not really, it's starting to become a thing over the last five or 10 years. Um, but it's still pretty much traditional with the, with the pills. And if you're down South, they drink a Helles, which is like a lighter lager. So it's also pretty easy to drink, but yeah, big beer culture in Germany. Definitely. So is it is it like an every night thing? Do they have a Friday night knockoffs? Is it just that's also 
super interesting because um, Friday night knockoffs was a big thing for me working um, in Melbourne. I think it's an Australian thing. You just expect it to have a beer around four o'clock on a Friday hour in the office or whatever you're doing. If you're on the golf course, you stay. But <clears throat> um, here it's not a thing at all. Absolutely not. They start yeah. drinking a bit later and they start drinking at an event rather than just kicking off at 4 p.m. and going straight through. Um, so I've had to adjust to that, but it's all right. You, you've got to just take it as yeah, it comes over here. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It's um, it's a country I'd always like to go to because I've uh, I learned it at school probably like yourself. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, it's it's an interesting interesting thing. So but I, I guess it's a stereotype. But the home league, what's, what's your home league like? You, you talk about it on the pod. There's one thing I found strange is I always thought people would hate to hear about the home league uh, instead, they love it. You guys bring it up every week, generally at the start of the show, and talk talk through your results. But what what's your what's your setup like? How are you traveling? We are we have a ten team league. We play fantasy scoring. Um, none of us have ever dabbled in the the devil's dust, so to speak, the old uh, super coach uh, format. But we've got a ten team league. Uh, we've been playing together for yeah ten. This is the tenth season. So all mates from school, basically. 20, squads are 25, so 5, 7, 1, 5, traditional, 4 on the bench and 3, or 4 emergencies, 3 on the bench. A bit too deep for your liking, I'm, I assume. But um, I'm having a good year this year for the first time pretty much ever. I'm a pretty bad fantasy player. Yeah, um very honest. <laughs> I mean, I I love it so much, and I love I love just analysing footy, but I, I'd say I compare to... I don't know Dust Kenny, but I, I'm a bit like him, I guess. I love... I just love the the idea of picking a breakout so much, um, yeah. And that's hindered me, I think, in single single season fan, like draft format. Just you get killed. You might hit one from five or six if you're lucky. And this year on the off season, I had a really bad season last year. And during Corona, I had so much time, and I thought, okay, this year I'm going to really knuckle down. I'm going to draft sensibly, and I've done that. And I'm coming second, um, pretty much locked into top two. But there's a team above me that's just pretty much unstoppable. So I don't think I can win it, but um, I'm there and thereabouts. You never know. You might have a good day, grand final weekend if you make it. Yeah, I always think the run good's a thing, and, and we've sort of copped it in the home league today because we play super coach, and, and Jono was sort of shooting off because steel side bottom kicked the winning goal, so we got a heap of scaling points for that. Yeah. But then, he, but then he has Tom Lynch go down, you know, five minutes into the game. Yeah. And he's like, well, fuck, there's my week sort of thing. Yeah. Is that, like, I'll listen to your show and, like, there's always a few things I pick up every week that I would never have considered, like, when you're doing your preview and analysis. Is that, like, you guys have a footy background? Um, I, yeah, yeah, we're just... both, both mediocre footballers, but we played a lot of footy. Um, and it's, it's, I think we're a good combination because Sean's very analytical. He works in finance. He, um, has worked in sports wagering, so he has that real analytical background. And he brings up, he some, throws up stats some weeks. So I'm just like, shit, that's that's pretty awesome. Like, um, he does a bit of modeling himself, and and I'm more, yeah, this, I'm more of a vibe guy. Yeah. I'll sometimes do a little bit of a deep dive and have a look at the stats, but the numbers don't interest me as much as just watching footy and kind of saying, okay, this guy's looking like he's improving, and I've tracked him for a few years, and he might do something. So I think I think that helps. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, I'd, I'd say it is a good mix, and I think you got the the right you know setup of host and 
and um, you know, a co-host. I'd say, yeah, like, I, you I, know, yeah. someone drives the show, but I think you've got it really set out pretty well. Um, you know, like I said, listeners, if you haven't checked the show out, uh, I, I'd really recommend it because there's stuff I, I get away get from the show every single week, uh, and, and I find it very informative, as well as. Like I said, funny. Uh, what's what's the league like? Is it aggressive in trading in list? I guess with deep benches, you're probably not turning over heaps. Um, yeah, I, I really want to talk about this because I find it really interesting in our league. Um, we've got one guy who's won three of the nine premierships, <clears throat> and he's got a really good. Uh, I hate to say it, he'll probably listen to this, and I'm giving him a polish, but he. Uh, He's really good, and last year he drafted really poorly. Yeah. Um, and came out of the blocks two and five probably, and he was so aggressive, um, mainly off waivers, but he did a couple of massive trades that actually um, helped him win the flag. I remember Aaron Hall round eight, I think, was averaging 120, and someone sold, and the, and the team sold him high. Hayden paid pretty, paid a lot for him, and I thought, fuck, that's a pretty bad trade. Aaron Hall yep. was the most important player last year. Yeah. He ended up. His final roster when he won the flag, he had four players that he drafted from 25. Wow. Um, and this year, it's so interesting. I mean, I guess with Corona being over, people have less time. You don't put as much time into it. There's less trades, but I think people are scared, to, especially with him, scared to turn over because, you know, shit, he's turned over so much, he's won the flag. And not, instead of adopting the same tactic, people are kind of a bit bit more hesitant, I think. But it's uh, there's a lot of turnover, a lot of waiver turnover, but less trades this year compared to last yeah. year. It was very active. I always like that when players sort of are self-aware and go, look, my team's not good. Let's get yeah. aggressive. And you know, I, I really believe in it. There's, there's yeah. players come out of nowhere and like, where was Harry Himmelberg, you know, five weeks ago? Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's always interesting. What's what's the buy-in like? Uh, we, do you have any... Well, I mean, you guys spread out all over the world, so you draft days a bit. Yeah, drafts online, but um, most of the guys, eight of the ten guys are still in Melbourne, and they still see each other socially quite often. Um, we're all around 30, so it's getting a bit harder, but they all they draft together, and Sean and I are the only two overseas. Um, it's $200 buy-in, so the winner takes Oof. profits 1600 I think, and second gets money back. So, um, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's quite a lot of money, especially for me. I've donated 200 bucks a year the last nine yeah. years. I think I had a year off, but um, yeah, it's good. But it means everyone's, well, most teams are involved. Plus, we, what we also have in our league, which might be unique, um, we have a couple of co-coaching operations. Yeah. Which yeah. um, I would never do, uh, but it's worked pretty well. And I think co-coaches have actually probably won five out of the ten or five out of the nine premierships. So really, wow. Yeah, We've got a set of brothers who coach together, which is pretty funny and. Uh, yeah, that that makes for pretty interesting buying. I mean, this is more more um engagement, which is good, I think. Yeah, we had a we had a co coach team in our league originally, but they they've split up once there was an open spot because they'd always argue about trades, never get <laughs> trades done. Ironically, yeah. they still never get trades done. So it's, <laughs> oh, except with each other, except with each oh, other. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. It's kind of funny in that way. Any any punishments or just random stories oh, you mate, can think no. of over the years? We. We have we brought in punishment last year, um, just a standard pancake parlor, twenty-four pancakes. Um, the guy who won the spoon hasn't. hasn't oh, got, I would not want gone. that. Yeah, pancakes suck. Yeah, yeah they yeah. like they they get you in the end. <laughs> oh, they, 
Absolutely. But he hasn't done it, which is fucking shit. And he's playing again this year and he's actually improved a heap and he's like in the in the top six at the moment. So we're all pretty pissed off at him. Um but yeah, I've heard some really good punishments. My mate of mine from the States uh does fantasy NFL and they had a punishment that the loser <clears throat> had to do a five minute stand up at an open mic night. Yeah. Which I think is fucking awesome. Um but yeah, we just have the the pancake pile, which hasn't been done yet. But the current bottom team is a co-coach team. They're 0 and 16, um, and they're pretty. They're planning their day out at the pancake pile already. I think so. Wow, 0 and 16. That's shit. Shit out. It's funny. The, the stand-up one's funny because I've heard of people doing it, but having done, you know, a lot of stand-up in the past, I don't like it. Was hard. I, I suppose it was nerve-wracking at first, but now I know what it's like. It's like that's such. You could just stand there for five minutes say a word every like on the minute every minute and <laughs> that yeah is, and people yeah. would laugh when you did that like it'd be, it'd yeah. be a bit oh so you've done um, some stand-up so that's awesome i did about uh yeah i used to do open mic and i did a, well you know i did some paid gigs but i did about 100 gigs all up that's awesome um, so that's it was awesome. yeah it, it's it's tough it's you gotta oh, get mate, a rhythm yeah. if you want to be good but um yeah I don't think it's really hard to do one gig. No, but I think it's, yeah, I think a lot of people have that, like that public speaking fear and just standing up in front of people, even if it's 20 people, 10 people, just strangers. I think a lot of people, that gets a lot of people, I think. Half the time, most of the rooms like you're doing a gig at is like just the other comics. So you yeah, could, exactly, like, exactly, yeah. Like when I you're on the, yeah, when you're so. doing the thing is like you could be in a room and there might be 10 people on the lineup and they're the only 10 people there. Yeah. And you've seen each other so many goddamn times. You can do each other's bits. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah. quite funny. Anyway, yeah. So you're talking about NFL. I, I love my NFL fantasy. Mm-hmm. The thing that absolutely kills me is the game start at like midnight, 3 a.m. Yeah. I'm fast asleep. What's it like doing a podcast and watching footy from Europe where you're eight hours behind? Yeah, it's tough. Um, tougher for Sean because he's nine hours. So they started an hour earlier for him. I mean, when we did the, when we started the podcast, the reason we did it was because you, you guys had had a break and we were bored and we thought, fuck that, here's a hole. Let's just, let's just try and do a bit of a draft doctor style pod to, um, offer the people something while you guys are having a break. And we did it in your like original format that you used to do when, when Doss was yeah. host, yeah, game by game, which meant that we had, we always had a mate from home on, uh, last year, which was good fun. So we watched with three games each. The 5.45 start was just a killer, but we do it every week. Like I'd, I'd be up at 5.30 um, most sat not most Saturdays, but every second Saturday, and it was a fucking nightmare. So I'm happy that now you guys are back due to the Sunday release. <laughs> We've changed to a preview pod. and I, I mean, I've still watched footy, but this year I've watched, I've watched less games than I probably would have liked to. Um, but the good thing is, like, if you have a free Saturday, you get up early, the games are over by 2.30 in the Arvo. You still have the whole day, and it's summer here, so... Most of the stuff you're doing is in the Arvo in the evening and footy's done. So your social life is, is separated from footy. Whereas in Australia, in Melbourne anyway, your, your social life's really in winter. It, it revolves around, I mean, for us anyway, it revolves around footy. Footy was always on. So it's kind of yeah. good. Is that way. kind of like, you know, you'd be home in the morning, Saturday morning, you know, the footy's on in the background, you're doing the dishes, cleaning up, tidying up and all that shit. And it's kind yeah. of like just, it's on whilst you're doing the it's chores. It's nice. And... It's really nice. Yeah. I mean, most of the time I'll get up early. Um, and my wife, she'll, she's German. She's getting used to me watching footy now. So she, she'll watch with me, <laughs> but she'll get up. 
And sometimes she'll bring me a coffee or she'll bring me something to eat and I'll sit on the couch. It's pretty, it's pretty heaven actually. Um, it's, it's really, it's really nice. It's our kind of Saturday routine. We've got nothing on. She knows I'll be up early watching footy. Then she'll come sit on the couch with me and she, <laughs> she loves goal umpires. She thinks it's the funniest shit she's ever said. She absolutely <laughs> fucking frots it. <laughs> if you're not, if you, yeah, if you weren't from Australia, you'd just be oh, like, what, what is this? Especially yeah. like the old days where they were like wearing the big coats and shit. Oh, and fuck that. And... Yeah. That would have been amazing. You had to have like a mustache that weighed two kilograms. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I always kind of like the idea of like living in Perth where the, you know, the two o'clock games, 11 o'clock. Yeah. And you could have yeah. Like a lunch and that, yeah, you could go out after the night games. Anyway. Yeah, so I guess, you know, you guys came up with the idea to do the show whilst we were... But that's weird. We're not, like, you know... Who are we? Like, <laughs> no, you know, I know, but... You, I, I guess you're just bored. You're I like, mean... Or did you no, just, no. just, like, you heard us and you're like, man, it can't be hard to be better than these assholes. <laughs> like, no, not at all. I don't know. We, um... I think we just... I mean, it's hard to look back now. I think we'll look back in five years and think how... And really realize how fucked it was. I think we're just too, too, not far enough removed from it yet, but it was pretty lonely over here. And, um, Sean and I were kind of obviously have even more alone than people in Australia, I think, because we just didn't have that around us. And talking footy was always an escape. And, um, I guess it kind of just, yeah, it came about because these guys had a break. We're like, okay, let's just try and fill that hole there because we didn't have enough to, too uncreative to come up with our own idea so we just thought single season draft we love it sean's only ever played single season draft he's played no other form of fantasy so he, he frots and we just thought it'd be a good idea um and yeah that's kind of how it came about yeah that's yeah what's actual football like in europe like <laughs> afl football i should Mate. say it's interesting. When I came over here... Oh, I, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'll say Aussie rules football. I'm not fucking... I don't want the, the yeah. NFL is not the sport guys coming after me. <laughs> yeah, when I came over here, I had um, absolutely no idea. I had no intention of getting involved in footy at all. Um, but I just... I got a job over here, um, a casual job, and I met an Australian guy through it um, from Melbourne. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm the coach of the footy team here. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Footy? In um in the far east of Germany, there's no expats here. I'm the only I'm the only Australian guy playing in our club at the moment. We got involved and it's really good fun. I mean, there there are nine teams in Germany, um and we play nine aside, so we play on a on a soccer ground. Yeah. Um, but it's normal rules, and it's taken pretty seriously um by especially by a lot of the Aussie expats and and the German guys who are pretty serious about it take it seriously too and. The cool thing is they have the chance to play for the national team. So there was a nine-a-side European Cup a couple of weeks ago in um, in Edinburgh, um, which is really cool. And I've been involved with the national team too since the start of the year and playing a tournament in Croatia in October. So it's also, it's just awesome to see um, people who just have absolutely no connection with Australia who just come down and have a kick and they improve. And there's a few guys playing the national team who are, really good football and I think shit if they'd grown up yeah. in Australia they'd just be guns but it's, it's just it's just good to keep that home connection and yeah it's a lot more physical than I expected I went to my first game had a few beers on the bus drive down to Munich and <laughs> got got to the ground yeah. and these blokes were fucking see they had the tactic board up the coach was fucking drilling him and I was just there like Jesus what have I got myself into and we got absolutely yeah. smoked by like 150 points Um, but yeah it's good it's cool. 
Okay. Well, yeah, it's, I suppose it's weird. Like, every, everything's global, right? Like, I grew up playing baseball, uh, so, and, you know, it's just like one of those things. Yeah. You know, the, the world's like that. What about, what's what's the soccer scene, and I guess more like fantasy soccer in Europe, like Germany, compared to what AFL is? Is it a thing? Is it? I think it's a thing, but, like, <laughs> I've mentioned a few blogs, uh, that I do a podcast and I like, uh, and I try and explain what it is and they just, I mean, I think they know that it exists like fantasy soccer as well, but I don't think it's popular in Germany. Um, really at all, but everyone loves football, like yeah, soccer. Um, but it's the fan engagement is something else. Like it's the culture is, um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's not. They don't need to play fantasy sports to no, get engaged. Absolutely not. That is, it's it's insanity. Um, yeah, could have a yeah, whole shit, podcast talking about the differences between AFL um, fan support and, and football over here. It's yeah, it's crazy shit. I'm gonna say, man, you can't like get that stand up uh, punishment because there there wouldn't be any comedy clubs in Germany, would they? <laughs> they're, too, they're too too serious. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. No, you're probably right. I don't know of any in the city. <laughs> They're a serious bunch over here. That's, that is true. Yeah, weird. Wow. <laughs> well, what's, is, is like your humor in the show, like I actually love your, the humor in the show because it just flows so naturally. Is that is any of this planned? Is it organic? Um, you got some great nicknames. What, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, we are. No, nah, it's, it's very organic. Like we do a pretty um, thorough run sheet, um, all the points we want to hit in terms of the games. But whenever either of us has kind of a gag, we don't write it in, um, which I think is really good. And I hope it comes across like that because we we don't plan any of it. But nah, it's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, whenever a joke happens, it's yeah. I mean, a bit like you guys, we have more. Yeah, we have players who we love to to gag about, and um, yeah. we talk about our home league probably a bit too much. But I think our pod's still still so small um, that. I mean, you don't. I was hearing um, your pod with MJ last week. You don't want to have too many in jokes, which we also don't want to have either. But it just it kind of just happens. We don't want to exclude people or anything. We just. Well, I don't yeah. think your show comes across as in jokey. Yeah. Like it comes across like it's it's easy enough for everyone to grasp. Yeah. Uh, it's not. Um... You know, it's not like a lunch, like lunch meat, like he was MJ was saying. We just say yeah. it casually now, and then people yeah. messages going, "Who's who's who's that?" I mean, not anymore <laughs> because he hasn't been relevant in like three years. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and even I've... the strampling, like people had no idea what the hell that was. Like, oh uh, god, no, you guys, yeah, I, you guys have uh, such uh, like such. Uh... I don't know. If you compare it to film, it's like, it's really independent, like so obscure. And I think that like the recent John Jarrett is, is just so, so on brand. Um, it's just awesome. I, uh, yeah. I love it. That was a listener that came up with that shit. That was, <laughs> that was funny. The best is now people just tweet us pictures of John Jarrett <laughs> whenever someone's joking it up. <laughs> That's outstanding. Oh, so what's what's the what like what what's the next step for for category B? Is it do we keep like because you guys you know you've only been around for a little while like yeah. you know what's the grind of doing a pod like because it can get grindy. It yeah it, it does at times. I mean, what I really respect about you guys uh, 
is that you always put a pot out. Even when you were alone the other week, you always put a pot out. And for us, we've had two weeks this year where we just haven't done it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's tough because some Sean travels quite a lot and he was <laughs> one week. Oh, sometimes he's a, he's a special unit. One week he was in the States, uh, in the back of a limo and he's like, he's like, Oh, let's record the pod. He hadn't told me any of this beforehand. And he calls me and I could just hear traffic all around, all around him. And he's like, yeah, let's record now. I'm like, where the fuck are you? He's like, I mean, I'm in the back of the car for the next hour and a half. Let's just do the pod. I'm like, Sean, I don't think you yeah. quite grasp the reality of the situation. So yeah. sometimes it are, sometimes it's tough, but no, nah, I think we just, we just, we just love it. And for Sean, especially, he's got a lot more stress at work and stuff. And I think for him, it's a really nice distraction and nah, it's not a grind at all yet. And we, in terms of growing the pod or next steps, I, I don't think we have is. delusions of grandeur in any way. We just, yeah, if people like what we're doing, it'd be cool to get more listeners for sure. But it's just, it's a good chance for us all to, to, to talk, like talk to a mate for an hour. And yeah, that's, I was going to say, is that really, is that part of that? Like just you, you guys obviously living in different countries separated from the league. Is it just a good, just a good hangout sometimes? Absolutely, mate. And when we first started, when we had a mate on every week from Australia, we that was the best part of it. It was just to catch up with mates and yeah, and record it and put it out, and people laugh, and that's good. People get something out of it, and that's that's a bonus. But that's that's not the goal at all. Yeah, I think that's good, man. It's just having like being what you want to be and being true to that. Like it's you know you don't have to be you know setting up. 84 social media accounts and <laughs> SEO to the to the gills and, oh, and all that no. sort of stuff. No, no interest. All power to you if I, you want to do it. But. Yeah, I would I would absolutely recommend to to anyone listening to this to to get behind them boys because it really is um, a quality show and I certainly get a lot out of it. And if you're a draft player, which you certainly are, if you're listening to this, uh, it, it's absolutely going to speak to you. I promise. So please check it out, Sam. Man. I gotta thank you for hanging out and giving us your time today. I really appreciate it. It was a bit weird, bit of a weird one to set up, um, recording <laughs> this like a week early, but uh, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much for 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 doing this for us, Steve. Um, yeah, as I said before, it's an absolute honour. Appreciate it. Um, thanks for the kind words, and uh, look forward to hearing you guys on Sunday night. <laughs>